You know, sign that we need to get going on this thing. Um, all right, welcome back uh, to another episode of Dan. What show are we doing? Maybe next time. <laughs> you talking to menu? You talking to menu? The show in which meet and you and you talk about a menu. We have a very special guest, a repeat guest. On this episode, Pem Library's very own Dan Lipkin. The people have demanded me, and I have returned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good this, to see you guys. Good to see you. This is like when uh, Letterman, you know, there's like a, a stand-up comedian who comes on, and they do they do their their bit on the stage, and then if Letterman likes him. They'll invite them over to the to the actual couch for a, for a quick interview. You you've reached couch level. Wow, I'm on the couch. How's yeah. it feel? <laughs> well, there's a, there is a there's a small difference there in that I'm not not very funny, and stand up comics typically are. So, oh, oh Dan. Dan, we you know this 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 show thrives on humor above all else. Yeah. No, this is where this is the part where you're supposed to tell me I'm actually really funny. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. If if, if you weren't if you weren't really really funny, um, you wouldn't be on for the second time for God's sakes. So well, this, it's an honor. Uh, it's well, an honor. It is. It is truly great having you back. Um, would you like to tell our listeners where the heck we're going this week? We're going to the Mile High City. Yes, we are. We decided uh, you're in Massachusetts. Uh, we're in New York. Let's meet in the middle and head to Denver, Colorado. That's right. Why not? <laughs> I know on our end, it's one day and 18 hours away. Oh, I, I actually uh, I didn't do the work to figure out how that was going to go. But uh. Well, I will say from your last appearance, one of my favorite parts was your extremely detailed breakdown <laughs> Of the transfers you were making in Westchester <laughs> to various buses in order to make what is like a four hour drive into a whatever it was, 13 and a half hour uh, commute. So I, I, I definitely remember having to walk 385 feet <laughs> at one point. Yeah, there, um, there, that was factored in for sure. Right. <laughs> so yeah, only two days and five hours. Oh um, wow, <laughs> wow, that's a trek. Is that yeah. by uh, what form of? Looks like we we've got a short walk to our our commuter rail here in Boston. <laughs> we're, we're <laughs> it's about a ten minute walk. Okay. Then we we get on the uh, the commuter rail um, into into Boston, where we get on the Silver Line, which is like the T. The, the subway, take that to South Station. Then we have another walk um, and get on a Greyhound to Philadelphia. Ooh, God, uh, get bad. off at Newark. So we're, <laughs> I mean, we're on a good, you know, it's a good start here. <laughs> and then we, uh, we we get on a Greyhound to L.A. And um, What? Oh, okay, and it drops yeah. you. Yeah, right, and you hit Denver. Yeah. 
yeah. yeah. The old yeah, with, with with stops in Camden, uh, Columbus, Ohio, <laughs> Terre Haute, Indiana. Oh, nice. Topeka, Terre Haute. Uh, I recently listened to a podcast. Terre Haute is uh, the the official site of federal um, death sentences. Hmm. Oh. That's where they should I, should I pick one up while I'm there? I mean, <laughs> yeah, save a, save a life. Right I'm right. sure they'd love to come with us too. I don't think I even let you say let you say what <laughs> restaurant we're going to. We're going to the downtown aquarium and underwater adventure. Yes, we very much are. Um, also, the premise of the show probably bears mentioning uh we pick a restaurant minimum one hour away in this case it's two two days for dan and nearly two days for us um we look at the menu and we make the excruciatingly difficult decision of whether in real life the three of us would like to actually make this pilgrimage at, at some point um Speaking of which, Dan, last time you were on, we went to uh, we went to the Cheesecake Factory, as you you may or may not remember. I do. Uh, and Claire and I went upstate not too long ago, and it was almost it almost happened. We almost went, but it didn't feel right not doing it with the three people who were. <laughs> We're hypothetically doing it on this right. show, so we held off. Were you in Yonkers? Uh, yeah, we drove through Yonkers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so close. I know. I know. It was really hard. I can't remember one thing that we ordered there now that I'm, I'm, I'm reflecting on. I don't remember on. the pounded. I will forever remember the pounded oh, chicken. Yes. I was wondering if that thing. was that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A sphere of extraordinarily thin chicken with a pile of noodles in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. What could be better? <laughs> well, hopefully the downtown aquarium restaurant in Denver, Colorado uh, is better. And I actually have a few few things I'd like to talk with you to about, about the downtown aquarium. Okay. All right. I'm available. Uh, my favorite TripAdvisor review. Would you would you be willing to hear me out on this one? Is this a regular is this a regular feature now? It's becoming a feature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. when I can find when I can find one. You know, I don't okay. I don't like to pour too much time into this endeavor. <laughs> it's really more just a pretense, you know, to talk to people we don't get to talk to very often and um, imagine what it would be like to actually eat in a restaurant again. Um, with people, with yeah. human beings around, maybe maskless and just enjoying, you know, um, chicken in forms that chicken has literally never ever taken before, like you know, twenty seventeen <laughs> or whenever that thing was invented. Um, so this TripAdvisor review is a three star titled oh. "Misleading Menu Item," and I think it's very <laughs> appropriate for the three of us. Okay. So it reads, the food was okay. I had the fried seafood platter. And this is where it gets interesting, boys. We ordered a couple 20-ounce drafts in souvenir mugs, about $14 each. We checked the volume at home, and they hold a hair over 16 ounces. 
They Ooh. have to know these glasses are about 20% undersized. What a ripoff! <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable and unforgivable I totally no. unforgivable that will play no small part in our decision of whether or not we're traveling <laughs> literal days to go to this restaurant they they are not, and i I really appreciate that 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 consumer uh was not willing to believe that it was an honest mistake. <laughs> Right, right. Um, All right. The other thing I wanted to mention before before I pick Dan's brain about about the aquarium, uh, I wanted to know where you guys think this ranks in something called Spoon University's top eight underwater restaurants you must visit before you die. Ooh. Um, one quick question. Was yeah. that TripAdvisor review for the Denver location? It was for the Denver location, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we should note that there are four. Yes, there are four locations, locations nationally. We're picking the one in the Mile High City, uh, and that is unfortunately where they are systematically robbing their patrons of a <laughs> hair under four ounces of liquid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Diabolical. So, top eight underwater restaurants you must visit before you die. I know I have – everyone has their own top eight, and Spoons University is no different. Um, where do you think it ranks in that in – the, in the pantheon? One through eight. I'll say three. Okay. Dan? Fifteen. <laughs> Close. Closer. Eighth. It eight. ranks eight. Oh, eight. Yeah. oh, come on. It comes in dead last. But the other ones in, in Aquarium's Defense seem amazing. They're like literally in the ocean. There's one in the Baltic Sea. There's one right off the uh, Maldives. Mm-hmm. There was – I mean these uh, – yeah, these <laughs> – I don't know what body of water this is in, in in the Mile High City. Maybe does the Rio Grande flow through there, or I don't the know. Col- it's pretty the high up for River. A river right? it's, it's, it's pretty high. <laughs> you know that Simon and I detest Colorado, right? You what? Detest Colorado. Is that because you're you're from Arizona? Oh, you go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> is it is there a serious like Colorado New Mexico thing? There is a New Mexico Colorado thing. There is not a Colorado New Mexico thing. Oh, yeah, and that's me. part and that's part of New Mexico's problem. Colorado is basically just like a wealthier, nicer, chiller place to live and and exist. And uh, for that, New Mexicans deeply resent them. So, and, and, and then in particular, Denver is upsetting because they, as you noted, Dan, uh, called themselves the Mile High City, when in fact plenty of places, including Albuquerque, New Mexico, are more than a mile high and don't spend their time bragging about that. Maybe Albuquerque should rethink that and start bragging about it. You think we need a rebranding effort in Albuquerque, New Mexico? Probably. Yeah. Did you see that they that they that they renamed the they they've they've done a, a rebrand uh, of the the neighborhood that uh, William and I in Albuquerque knew as the War Zone, as uh, uh, international. Yes, international zone. International, international zone. zone in there. 
like, okay. Is international now just synonymous with war because we will send, like, American troops anywhere in the world or something? Right, right. So now it's like the militarized zone. Right, exactly. Exactly. It's like the chop. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, well, this, we can now check the box that we have spent at least a few minutes talking about Albuquerque, New Mexico on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Is is... that where, is that the neighborhood where the the Gene Simmons rock and bruise was located? (laughs) No, that's in a, it's on the same street, like San Mateo, the street that passes by um, rock and bruise. Is is the same street that is the the beating heart of the war zone. It's just a little bit further north, oh, okay. and the other place is a little further south. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for the question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just want to get my bearings in ABQ, as our listeners no doubt do. You know. Yeah, yeah. They want to hear people in New York and Massachusetts discussing right. Albuquerque and then a restaurant in Denver, Colorado. Exactly. Shout out so, to anyone on Edith and Candelaria right now. Wow. Deep cut. <laughs> Is that a place in Albuquerque? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it the So where if I were to go to Albuquerque tomorrow, uh-huh. pretend we're pretend we're not in the COVID thing. Right. Where is the first place I should go? You go to your hotel room for fourteen days. Take a battery of tests. <laughs> and then we can tell you what wait, sorry, what was your question? <laughs> where do I go in Albuquerque? If I go to one place, where is it? One restaurant? Yeah. Or one like turquoise shop, or what are we talking here? One restaurant. Okay. Simon. Restaurant. What's your one restaurant in Albuquerque? Now that Rock and Bruise is closed. Right. Right, exactly. Where would I, I, I be would, going? I would say the Barolas Coffee House to me is the most New Mexican New Mexican restaurant. I that that was gonna be one I would recommend for sure. Um, it is this small, like it clearly was at one time a private home. So it has, like, uneven rooms, and, you know, it's weirdly laid out, like they're all closed off from each other, like a house, like a a 1950s house or something. And, yeah, it has just, like, incredible homemade tortillas and chili, and, yeah, it's it's incredible. Um, Nice. That would be – and I actually uh, mentioned it to Robin, and she checked it out once. Oh. So (laughs) – Shout out to Robin, who I don't – is she a friend of the pod? Um, I think she's a friend of the pod if you're on it. So I think we could probably coerce a listen out of her if she knows that you're on it. But I don't think she she tunes in for like a rock and brew episode with Jay Swanwick, you know? Well, I mean, yeah, she's missing something. <laughs> that was a pretty good episode, I thought. There were three Williams at one point on that episode. I was impressed. <laughs> right. Simon, for the first time ever, adopted the inevitable <laughs> William. <laughs> Well, anyway, I'm here to talk about mermaids and stuff. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. right. Let's yeah. get back on track. You're totally right. <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks for helping steer this craft here, Dan. Um, so, aside from the souvenir cup, anything jump out to you about this restaurant that that made you made you want to go? Well, I'm I'm kind of excited about the booking an animal meet and greet. Oh wow! What? <laughs> and there's a whole. I haven't explored this part of the website, but there's a whole 
in the nav bar, there's one, there's a, there's a link called mermaids. Oh my God. Which, okay. What? Like, <laughs> are, let me, let me pull you guys. Like are mermaids real? Uh, I think they are some of the most interesting, but I would say fictitious creatures. I, I agree <laughs> that they are not, not real in that they don't exist in quote unquote reality. But, uh, but that could just be, you know, an MSM conspiracy, right? I don't know. They've got several pictures here of mermaids on the website. Oh my right. God. Is this happening in the, the restroom? I got to get on this website. I think they have shows. You pick Yes, they the, do. In a non-COVID time, you can watch mermaids perform. It's not totally clear what they do. It looks like in one, they hold hands with each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, The water is a temperature of 74 degrees, which is I'm glad to hear. Perfect. Yeah, that is ideal. I, 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 I'm a little concerned that the mermaids swim with barracudas. Oh, my and, God. Uh, and sharks. <laughs> <laughs> right. And watch watch the mermaids swim uh, amongst their sea life friends. I would be curious to know if the sea life views them as friends. All while teaching about the importance of taking care of our environment. By the way, we are a restaurant. Uh, it surely relies on extreme overfishing and extractive uh <laughs> Like yeah. that is that is ballsy. You you beef with the the shrimp slave trade, right, Simon? Um. Yes, I have some beef with the <laughs> enslavement of human beings of, for your enjoyment of a shrimpy <laughs> cocktail. Of shrimp. It's it's not even like yeah. You know, we have this like incredibly valuable mineral or something that's like in everything. And yes, it's like extremely exploitative, which is not good. I'm not advocating for that. But there are certain materials like that where it's like shit, like, uh, you know, it's a massive, massively important thing that we should try to to uh, improve the labor conditions of the, of the people who who get it. But it's like shrimp. <laughs> I, I could go an entire <laughs> lifetime without shrimp if I really needed to. Really? <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'm speaking for myself only. <laughs> this does not represent the views of you talking to me. <laughs> or our many sponsors. I yeah. didn't think I didn't think the conversation was going to go there. <laughs> to slaves? <laughs> no. To modern day slaves? No. That's that's part of why this show's fun when you come on, Dan. <laughs> well, I'll think twice about getting shrimp next time. Uh, yeah. All right. Before we start our meal, should we talk about which animal encounter we're going to do? Because I feel like I'd like to get my animal encounter taken care of before I like. I'd like to wash my hands after, and oh, definitely. And I don't want to do it after after I've had a souvenir drink or two. Uh, I want to be in a clear-headed state of mind so I can really appreciate the animal interaction. Or, sorry, encounter. Where is the animal encounter? So you just go to the Denver main page and where it says, like, dining, buy tickets, make reservations. There's an animal Mm -hmm. meet-and-greet tab. Mm. Um, We'll we'll give you a minute to, to find it. Dan, which animal are you meeting and greeting? Um, 
I think I think I want to meet the sloth. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Sounds nice and relaxing. Yeah, to me, exactly. You know, kind of gets slow, you. <laughs> slow moving. Right. I mean, you've been on a bus for over two days. You you're gonna want to take things pretty slow, right out the gate. That's that's fair. Um, I think I am gonna go for the Binturong meet and greet. She smells like popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, not totally sure what a binturong is, um, which is my own. It's not the binturong's fault. It's mine. But it's a little <laughs> troubling that that it smells like popcorn, right? Because <laughs> while I personally enjoy it when popcorn smells like popcorn, to force a... Uh, animal in captivity to smell like popcorn seems like like a, a pretty grotesque cruelty but maybe it's just you know i'm being a little unless too the, sensitive unless the binturong becomes your appetizer <laughs> right in which case in which case yeah popcorn it up um do you know what a binturong is either no. of you okay. never heard of it it's got very long whiskers, though, judging by the Yeah, it looks like a furry... Oh, my God, very cute. Kind of sloth-like. It's bit. also known as a bear cat. Oh. It's a native to South and Southeast Asia. It must be loving Denver, right? Totally. Yeah. Huge Broncos fan. <laughs> Broncos are big in Cambodia. Like once it once it takes its once it takes its popcorn butter bath, it loves <laughs> to just turn on some old Broncos games and relax. Uh, you can get a private mermaid meet and greet, which is incredibly. Uh, I mean, what what's going on there? Yeah. Wow. Like what? Why? Uh, what are you like, thinking? It's like like strip club style meet and greet, or what? What is your what intimation? What are you getting here? in the private meet and greet that you're not like? Are you like <laughs> you get to dictate what sort of swimming they do? Like I, I just don't understand what the benefit of the private meet and greet. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna do the otter meet and greet. Okay. Folks. Um, they're cute. It, it's about a 15 minute long. Um, and they're so young and new to this, yikes, that is extremely <laughs> worrying. It is subject to cancellation at our discretion at any time. That sounds really <laughs> like we're down to abuse our animals for sure. That's what these meet and greets are all about. But they're so young, fragile, and sad that <laughs> we, we might need to kind of, conscience might pull at us a little bit. We might need to cancel this thing. One more thing about the Binturong to make their <laughs> their popcorn butter drenched existence even sadder. They have a declining population trend that is it's declined by more than 30% since the mid-80s, which because we live in such a horrible world actually seems like not that much. Not that bad. Yeah, you're like, oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> they're not extinct. That's amazing. Right. In the grand scheme of things, they're doing great. <laughs> that's so good. Uh, I, there is a Binturong population spike in Denver, though. I think. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. You check out any AMC theater and you're going to find 
a binturong somewhere lurking. Totally, totally. Um, all right, let's go get a keep keep the glass style drink, shall we? Uh, on the drinks menu. Yeah, on the drinks menu. Oh my God, this is scandalous. So, it says buy the drink, keep Wait. the glass. What's up? No, go ahead. It says buy the I drink. Think- <laughs> I think we're going to the same place. <laughs> uh, he's out first. Um, buy the drink, keep the glass, $14. On any of our specialty drinks, keep our 21-ounce souvenir logo glass. Jeez. It's worse than you thought. Oh, my God. We're talking about a, a hair under five ounces being stolen from your checkbook. That's, That's unbelievable. Right. Yeah, it's a, it's a national scandal. There aren't enough people on TripAdvisor giving three-star reviews <laughs> and giving a detailed explanation <laughs> of how many ounces are in the cup because they're undeterred. I just love I, – I love the whatever the critic on TripAdvisor decides to latch on to. And the pettier, <laughs> the better. Like yes. – like, <laughs> it's really embarrassing that not only did you take the cup and do an at-home measurement and discover <laughs> this thing, but then you then took the extra step to tell the, to scream it out to the world that that happened. <laughs> and that you probably, like, the, the meal you had tasted like sand because you couldn't wait to get back to your home <laughs> right. to do the test. Like, there's no way. This is a full 21 <laughs> ounces of souvenir logo glass drink. <laughs> I'm bringing a measuring cup every time I go to dinner. <laughs> So I can test it at the table. Wait till I gotcha the waiter who's getting paid way <laughs> less than minimum wage to watch me measure this drink in front of their – that they have no control of the size of in front right. of them. In, uh, and uh, instead of testing the wine and swishing it around in your mouth before they pour the whole thing, you're like, hang on. Don't go anywhere. Need to pour this into my measuring cup. Uh, could could you bring me a hair under five more ounces to to complete my order, please? <laughs> uh, all right. What are we? <laughs> what are we getting in our hypothetically twenty-one ounces of? You know, if I were writing a TripAdvisor review <laughs> yeah. of this place, I would be calling out the fact that one, two, three. Four of these drinks on this list do not include a souvenir logo glass. Wow. Which one? That, that is the problem. That's a How huge problem. Oh, because it has a little um it has a little disclaimer at the at oh, below the description. Right. Wow. Wow. And a what couple a and one of them actually was one the drink I was gonna go for. I was looking at the shark bite. Oh yeah, because you keep the shark. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Uh oh boy, this is gonna this is gonna take some rethinking here. All right, what are you gonna get, Dan? Maybe can we can we tip the the uh, below minimum wage waiter extra? <laughs> right, right. To sneak a glass into our bread basket. Maybe we can offer one of our slave harvested shrimp to them <laughs> in exchange for uh, a little extra, a little extra souvenir cup. <laughs> Well, I'm going. I was I was looking at the shark bite too, but I need the glass. Yeah, you got to. 
So I'm going for the watermelon lip. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. That's what I dude, wanted to Dirty dog. Me too. <laughs> we could just get around. <laughs> uh, Smirnoff Vodka, Don Julio Blanco Tequila, Tanqueray Gin, Bacardi Superior Rum, Finest Call Watermelon. What is that? <laughs> Great question. I'll look it up. <laughs> okay. Triple Sec and Sweet and Sour. Ooh. Yeah, so that sounds basically like a Long Island with with finest call watermelon, right? Now, if finest call watermelon is alcoholic as well, then we're in for a serious. Oh no, it's just it's just puree. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Could you see that image? Oh yes, it's very watermelon colored. Yeah, it's quite red. Um, okay. Well, sounds, right, well, sounds nice. Yeah. Can we have a sip? Those and I'm ready to see the bitter on. <laughs> Once we get vaccines, can we have the sip? <laughs> yeah. That name is hey, very funny. I don't smell any popcorn right now. Someone bring me a bitter <laughs> Oh, boy. The disease makes it smell like popcorn. <laughs> it's diseased. Um, uh, William, can I tell you what I'm going to get? I would love it if you did. I'm going to get the help me, help me tidal wave. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's me getting crushed by a tidal wave. Sure. Uh, that's New Amsterdam Vodka. A great start. Yeah. Uh, De Cooper. Is that how you say that? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, cream de banana. Yeah. <laughs> um, peach tree schnapps. Uh, and blue curacao. Oh, you got it! You oh, yeah, I know. I've done a million of these fucking things, and I always find my way to the curacao uh, liqueur with sweet and sour. Nice. Uh, yeah, amazing. Drench. Help me! Help me! <laughs> um, all right. Well, oh, god damn! All the good stuff has. Uh, no souvenir, uh, no souvenir cup with it. All right, I'll get the Mermaid Punch. Okay. It's got your Deep Eddy Ruby Red Vodka, Crusan Coconut Rum, De Cooper Peach Schnapps, and Finest Call Grenadine. You mm. put all you, you, you. I mean, at this point, you'd say, "Wow, that sounds like a great drink." But there's more tropical juices. Mmm. Nice. Uh, now. I, we've had many conversations about what tropical juices there are. Mm-hmm. Um, have you thought of any novel ones since the last time we talked about this riveting topic? I don't. I mean, I think top top tropical is guava. Ooh, okay, controversial. <laughs> that was an instant. That that was. <laughs> That is a deeply held juice belief. This is a guy who's had this conversation more than once. Guava, obviously. Good lord. I talk about this weekly. Simon, Simon, what's your top trop? Top trop, um, mango. Mango. Mango juice? Yeah, mango juice. Mango juice. Very nice. Um, I guess I'm a kiwi juice guy. Say what? <laughs> I've only had strawberry kiwi. I've never had straight kiwi. Oh, you must, my friend. Now, I I have to admit, I I don't think I've ever had straight kiwi juice either. But in my mind, that that popping vibrant green color is just mm. something 
something I can't argue with. Yeah. No. I can't eat green kiwi. How come? It makes my mouth itch. Oh, was that discovered in the uh, uh, whatever elimination diet thing? No, that's been a long. Uh, yeah, that's been with me for a while. Okay. Golden kiwi, I can eat though. Ah. I've never heard of golden kiwi. Yeah, it's yellow. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> it's also less hairy. Oh, okay. Okay, that's nice. I actually, I, I hate the actual like. Eating the actual fruit kiwi, I hate. In juice, it's fine. Why? You don't like the fur or what's going on? It's a, it's a terrible texture. Yeah, tastes it's, like it's, fur. It's, it's, it's the ugh, ugh. I haven't had one in probably 20 years. Um, mm. I only used to have them at my grandma's house, and and she's dead, you guys. So. I'm sorry. That's I also should mention I want to apologize for to anyone who has actually lost a loved one to a tidal wave. Right. My screams of terror were not meant to make light of that. I, yeah. I do know that tidal there, waves are deadly. We can edit in a trigger warning before that. Yes, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Again, those views on tidal waves are mine and mine alone. They do not reflect <laughs> That's that's the that's the Curacao talking, isn't it? Yes, it is. I've had a live. I've had a, a, a sip of uh, uh, Dan's uh, lit. Right, watermelon LIT. You've had just under sixteen ounces. <laughs> um, Lord, I know it. All right, let's get some food. We've we, we've all been traveling for a while. We've met some okay. some smelly animals and are drinking. <laughs> so it's time. I think for for the first course we should broaden it from the, just the appetizers to choose either an appetizer or soup and salad because the appetizer menu is only four things. So mm-hmm, feel mm-hmm. free to get yeah. a soup, salad, or app. Thank you. You're welcome. Dan, you want to go first? Okay. Let's see. Uh, I'm going with the fried onion stack. Oh, nice. Gotta have it. The fried onion stack includes Parmesan panko breaded onions. Nice. Breaded jalapenos. Oh. That's a twist. That's like a whole other thing. That is a whole other thing. I'll take it. Pickles and jalapeno ranch dressing, which I know Simon is into the ranch dressing. My God. Holy shit. That's unbelievable. Yeah. He's a ranch dance guy. Yeah. I love it. Now, do you think the pickles are breaded or do you think they would have said that? Good question. I think they are. I kind of think they are, too. I think you're getting fried onions, jalapenos, and pickles on this one. Sounds awesome. You know, it sounds it sounds extraordinary. That might be the... I think that's the filet of the minion, menu, Dan. Yeah. eleven ninety nine. dollars That's That's good. I'll go. Yeah. That's a, yeah. That's a good I mean, with, with what you've spent on, like, 17 different modes of transport... You're you're gonna want to you're gonna want to capture savings wherever you can on this minute. That's right, and 15 minutes with a bit wrong is gonna run us <laughs> like a buck fifty. So right, uh, I'll be waiting because my um, interaction with the uh, very young um, fragile seals has been cut short. Otter, right? Otters, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I I ought to remember. Um, I. Can I tell you what I'm going to get, William? Ah, uh, please, yes. I'm going to get the calamari frito misto, which I've Ooh. never heard of before, but is fried calamari 
carrots, artichokes, jalapenos. Meet you at the at the jalapeno train, mm. uh, Dan, and banana peppers. All of those things I I very much like. It, carrots are kind of a wild card in there. Yeah, it kind of makes it seem like a soup or something, but. Is, you know. is frito misto like um, sort of a chopped dressing type thing with, with all of those things in it? I guess so, but I couldn't tell you, honestly. I've never heard of this. Dan, I thought it was just a bunch of shit that was fried. Dan, you're, 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 you're <laughs> married to a hot-blooded Italiano woman, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> is it, Do you want me to ask her? Could you get Elaine <laughs> over here to explain what the hell a frito misto is? What's frito misto? Fried stuff. Fried, fried stuff. stuff. Okay. Oh, it's fried. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty good though. Fried fried artichokes, fried yeah. carrots. Yeah, it sounds really good. Fry. I've never had All's, a fried I think carrot. Means mixed fry. In mixed fry. Mixed mixed fry. fry. Okay. Again, they're they're knocking it out of the park on this um, on this so appetizer far. menu. I'm going to do the shrimp and crab dip. Mm, it's actually nice. the one that I, I was I was hoping would be left on the table. Uh, crab meat, shrimp. Uh-oh. Uh. Trigger, trigger warning. <laughs> For all you bleeding hearts out there who don't like slavery. Um, okay. So crab meat, shrimp, poblano peppers, tomatoes, pepper jack cheese, garlic bread, or tortilla chips. Um, what are you going to do? I'm going to do the garlic bread. Mm. Mm. I am going to do it. I think, you know, I know uh, my doctor would like me to do the health, the healthy <laughs> tortilla chip. Uh, I'm going to do the garlic bread, you guys. And that's $16.99. I am, I am spending big here. Yeah, and hopefully Simon is still going to sit with us. Right. Yes. Yes. Simon, because the, the shrimp are in there. The shrimp snuck oh, into the shrimp. Oh, no, yes. Yeah, so that, that's fine. Yeah. You we'll leave. See. You leave your your ethical scruples you, at the door. Right. You're the ones going to hell. Right. But, by the way, speaking of ethical scruples, does anyone find it? And this is certainly not the only place that does this. Like, I feel like every aquarium also does this. But like, it's very weird that. It, that like seeing sea creatures is like supposed to put you in the mood to eat them. Right, like right. you wouldn't do that with like like I I've been to like a farm and I eat meat. Um, I can't claim to 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 have been won over by this, but but there's like you know the the Woodstock Animal Sanctuary. Their whole thing is like you go there and their hope is that like by interacting with animals and like seeing them in their like happy environment that you're like oh shit like this isn't just this like. To you know, uh, fetishize. It's a defetishizer, just like uh, William's favorite um, app that he right that I I have yet yet to develop. Yes, but yeah, (laughs) that you see them in this non like packaged meat form, and you're like, oh shit. But in this case, it's like, oh man, these are beautiful creatures. I'd like to eat them. Right. What I want is that on my plate next to a popcorn (laughs) smelling (laughs) (laughs) and a very scared fragile otter. Well, I mean, maybe maybe the entrees menu has like a mermaid steak and a, right, and a bitter right. wrong chop. Right. <laughs> it's the only way they're able to to skirt the very strict Denver um, cannibalism laws is to uh, call it mermaid meat. Like uh, like at Arby's, like their whole thing is uh, we've got the meat, so they've got you know like uh, roast beef or whatever, all the all the meats, and then they call fish ocean meat. 
<laughs> Technically, they're right. Yeah, so you don't have to look like a pussy they're or right. fish. That's right. That's just right. eating meat from the ocean. That's correct. Um, all right, so let's move on to to the entrees with that in mind that we will be looking presumably pretty close to our table in the eyes of the species that we are consuming. <laughs> um, I hope we get a, t- I hope we get a booth. that's like right up against the glass, you know, like I hope so. I, I think when we tell them how far we've traveled to get there, they're going to have to give us a booth by the, by the aquarium. Yeah. And and a round of lits on the house. A round or two, Seriously. I was I would hope. Yeah. Um, all right, Simon. Why don't you order first? Okay. Well, you two have corrupted me, uh, and I'm going to get. And here's another thing that uh, this is a first uh, admission on uh, you talking to me and me and you menu. Um, I love mahi mahi. It's one of my top three or at least top five fishes. Um, and so I'm going to get the grilled mahi-mahi and shrimp, um, (laughs) served with, uh, aquarium rice, which I have to hope is just regular rice. Yeah. Um, and, uh, seasonal vegetables. And I'm also going to top that with the Melissa specialty topping, which is more shrimp. I hate to say crawfish, sea scallops, which you'll all know I love. Uh, mushroom, mushrooms and lemon butter. Wow. Wow. That, that is uh, decadent, but sounds quite good. Honestly, oh, yeah. very decadent. I, I hope the aquarium rice isn't chlorinated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why is that a good, it's a totally bizarre. Right. Um, <laughs> Pretty gross. The aquarium's mostly known for things that you have to clean regularly or they start smelling <laughs> awful. So, right, exactly. algae, like, right. right? Exactly. They're a bacterial um, <laughs> haven. Yeah, yeah. But maybe that's just us, you know, surviving a global pandemic, making us a little squeamish. But right. In 2019, I would love rice that had steeped in an aquarium all day. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, Dan, what are you getting? Let's see here. I'm gonna go with the uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, Louisiana Cajun pasta because because they're in the same country as Louisiana is. Yep, that's true. Not that far. So it's uh, chicken, shrimp, sausage, crawfish tails, spinach, linguine pasta, Cajun cream sauce, Ooh. and cheese toast. That that's. I'm, that's I'm really the, just getting it for the cheese toast. <laughs> I love cheese toast. That is the truth of it. Yeah, you thought you were getting just a, a straight down the middle fastball on that one, and at the last minute, it turns into a knuckler. Whoa! <laughs> With that cheese toast, um, and it does have a uh, it does have a starfish next to it, which means um, that it's the aquarium. It's an aquarium favorite. Of which there is only one on the entire menu. Yes, they have. They <laughs> They're ha- not big which... fans of there. <laughs> yeah, they they really uh, they dole those out very sparingly. Yeah, highly right. selective. Um, 
That's amazing. You got you got the number one one dish there. Um, all right, I I was gonna go for that myself, Dan, but now I'm gonna do a little switcheroo, and I will get the seafood, the fried seafood platter. This very very same thing that the reviewer had. Oh. Um, he enjoyed, he said the food was good. So this is on his recommendation, his or her recommendation. I don't remember. And you know, they're exacting. So I do. Right. Exactly. I I think we would have heard about it if say there hadn't been any of the things that this description says there will be in it. Uh, fried fish, cornmeal, crusted Gulf oysters, fried, fried shrimp, stuffed crab, fries, and coleslaw. Whoa. Love fries, love coleslaw, and all of those things sound pretty good to me. <laughs> it's I like haven't had, uh, I haven't had, I feel like I haven't had seafood in an extremely long time. Maybe since uh, this whole, you know. Well, you've had sushi. Sushi. But you mean yeah, in terms yeah, yeah. of like a normal, like like a place like this? Yeah, I mean a red, white, and blue seafood platter, Simon. Right, mm. right. Yeah, well, you've chosen the most like a Long John Silver's meal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess we have we do cook. Claire makes a really good tilapia. We have had that. So, oh, nice. very nice. Um, do you have a good sushi place near you? Yeah, we have a couple of really good places, but one that's really good for delivery. So, oh, that's yeah. what I haven't had since this whole thing. Sushi. Oh, oh my god, and that's like your jam. Oh, I love it. Have you guys made any? Uh, we haven't made any, no. I mean, we cook a lot of fish, but... Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We don't have, we don't have like, an amazing sushi place up here, which is kind of a surprise, but... Yeah, there's so much... We don't even have a passable sushi place. What? We don't even have a passable sushi place up here. Says. Oh. Oh. Wow, Same. shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, looks like there's no dessert menu. So uh, that's okay, honestly. I was impressed enough by the appetizers and the entrees that I don't even think I need dessert right now. Sure. Um, but it does mean that we're at that very special moment in the podcast. The 46-minute mark, when uh, <laughs> our listeners are begging for us to wrap things up. And yeah, please. <laughs> Talk about Edith and Candelaria again. <laughs> we haven't gotten Dan's take on Edith and Candelaria. Maybe maybe in your third visit, uh, your third guest appearance, we can get delve into that one, Dan. Okay. But for now, we need to know. We need to go around the room, find out who's going. Simon... We're going to throw it to you first. Nine, uh, one day, 18 hours, Denver, Colorado, the city that, that thinks it's high but is no higher than many other great U.S. cities such as Albuquerque, New Mexico. <laughs> um, are you in? Are you out? D- definitely. You're, I, I'm, you're in. I'm definitely in. <laughs> I'm going to truly check my ethics at the door in a way that I haven't had to do um, for pretty much any of these other ones, uh, and just you know, ha- have a little fun in this. Quite this looks like the the dining room on the Titanic here. The picture 
that I'm that I'm seeing. It's it's a quite grand um, dining area. Yeah, uh, no, I think it's, it's gorgeous. What 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 sea creature do you hope most to see pass by as you're eating it or something like it? <laughs> Octopus. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dan, um, you've got a little bit longer trip. I've got a slightly longer trip, <laughs> um, but but I'm in. I mean, where else can I go to see a bitterong? <laughs> to, to meet or, and greet with a with a popcorn bitterong? Seriously, I mean, you know, I keep looking for mermaids out here in the ocean, but I, you know, right. I guess I have to go to Denver. Yeah, go one yeah, mile sure. up. <laughs> for a private meet and greet, how much do you think those mermaids hate the private ones? Oh, they. I mean, it must be so creepy. It, it has. Yes. It has a, a really creepy, yeah, under, yes. undertone to it. So you, you, I guess you can make them do a pearl dive or something for extra special. <laughs> extra <laughs> special. I also think it's kind of insulting. They're under the the animal encounters portion yes. of the website. Yes, great point. <laughs> Great point. You can see a bitter one that smells right. like popcorn or a mermaid. Right. I mean, like, I'm half human here. What, right. what do I have to do? <laughs> you can feed the mermaid. Um, it's not, for whatever reason, the, the river that runs through... through um, Denver is not appearing on Google Maps. Uh, okay, this is this is an issue I'll deal with, maybe. Isn't it just the Colorado River, or no? Yeah, it's probably just the Colorado River, isn't it? Is there a river? I, yeah, I think it's called the Colorado River. It's like where there's some river that runs through Colorado that not only supplies all of, pretty much all of the water in Colorado, but also, like, California, and I believe parts of Nevada. That's definitely Colorado River, but maybe it's the Platte. Uh, um, I've got all the time in the world. Yeah, I think we all do. Um, I Our think listeners don't, though. No, it's so it looks like the Arkansas, the Colorado, and the Rio Grande all sort of get into Colorado, but unclear which ones in Denver. Maybe the Arkansas. How how mind blowing would that be? Hmm. Almost as mind blowing as having a Louisiana meal in Colorado. <laughs> it's, it's out there for sure. Um, okay, well, obviously I'm going as well. Uh, I'm not going to be the the one of the three of us who who doesn't sacrifice days of their life for this meal <laughs> and souvenir cup. Um, Simon, tell people where to hit us up. Okay, folks, get a pad and paper ready, okay? I'll give you a few seconds. Okay, it is for... Okay, wait, sorry. Okay, for for Instagram, it is the letter U, talking T, with NG at the end, to the number two menu. For Twitter, it's the same. Is no, that right? no. Oh, it's it's Y-O-U. Y-O-U. Yeah, it's Y-O-U. Talking number two menu. Yeah. And if you're going to send us your menu suggestions, your thoughts, your comments. Feelings. Your feelings. Which uh, animal encounter would you have? Would you shell out the extra for the um, 
the private mermaid encounter. You complete Sicko. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's Y-O-U talking number two menu at gmail.com. Thank you, Simon. I know that uh, that's not easy. That information is not easy to convey, but I think it's essential <laughs> to get it, it out. It's essential, uh, absolutely. <laughs> Dan, thank you for coming back. Um, you're a brave man, and we appreciate the uh, the places you're picking out. I mean, they have been on the money, honestly. This was yeah. fun, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in this one, you know, we get to keep the cup, even though it's a little smaller than advertised. Right, right, right. <laughs> it was also nice to get uh, Elaine to sort of guest a little bit, too. Yes, yeah. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, well, thanks for listening, and we will uh, see you next menu. <laughs> well, I'm moving to the country, I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches. I'm moving to the country, I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches. Peaches come from a can, they were put there by a man in a factory downtown. And if I had my little way, I'd eat peaches every day. Sun soaking bulges in the shade. I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches Moving to the country I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches Moving to the country